0: Mother. Man.
1: Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal! What's up, Chris? Shit, man! What's going on, Pete, dude? Uh oh, dude, having a hell of a week. Uh, bringing in episode twenty-six, yes, man. sir. And we've been kind of pumped about this one. We've, we've talked been about pumped it about already.
2: this one for a little bit. We
1: have because we were excited to go the to Shakers Cigar Bar in Milwaukee, which is what this episode is about—a special yep. episode just about Shakers. So a different episode than our usual. Uh, no murder, metal mayhem segments like you're used to. Just a cool, a uh, lot no, of. There's murder involved. There is murder, actually. Yes, there is. Um, uh, some nasty murders. Yes. Some bones found in, and a and, lot of mayhem. And a lot of yeah. When yeah. you involve the Capones, you, yeah, you're going to have some mayhem. mayhem. So yeah, there's elements of it all here. Um, but it'll be unique now episode 25 we had a good time
2: yeah we did with the fucking real exorcist
1: yeah i i'm surprised like we didn't have anything flying through the uh air Threw the here. air
2: at us while we're talking because yeah. but we did
1: have the son of sam next door the dog the that was dog, barking God, i could hear man, it when i listened to the podcast that I, motherfucker. I was like <laughs> seriously man so adam being all uh, diplomatic uh, got it worked out apparently so the dog is is not barking at this oh, moment so like,
2: so what do he do just go over like tuesday nights man you cannot have that dog barking <laughs> no i mean they
1: left on sunday and the damn thing was barking at you know eight o'clock in the morning and right people are getting kind of fired up and so yeah so he he was not a lot more civil about it than i would have been <laughs> right I'm so sure. it was probably good i mean <laughs> I, I was starting to lose it yeah so anyway but that was cool um you know, now I did want to clear something up, because I do remember we had the conversation. About we were the talking, dates. The dates were fucked up. When you raised a great question, is if the journal, and if you didn't listen to last week, you need to, and you'll understand uh, what we're going to say right yeah. now. But. The journal was found in the desk in 1976 when they demoed that part of the hospital.
2: Right, and the book came out in 71, and I was like, how does that fucking timeline work? Yeah, because
1: I referenced that he used the journal. Yeah. And if you've read the book or watched the movie and you know what the storyline is, he follows it very closely. Pretty fucking close to the same, yeah. I mean, it's actually more similar than it's than it's not and I think a lot of people would would be interested to hear it right but nonetheless I did look at that section of the book again because it wasn't making sense what it was was apparently there were copies made now I don't it know wasn't why the it, original the document. original was in the drawer but copies had been made for like uh, both of the other priests okay and to the church. And I think it was Halloran, the one that's on the documentary, right, Father right. Halloran. He was the one, I believe, that Peter Blatty got the copy from.
2: And was able to look at so it. to check for, it out.
1: Okay. And it was apparently a legit copy. But the original was found when the demolition Okay. Happened. So that makes more sense. I just didn't want... People to think that, you know, even though the show format is meant to be fun and whatever, but I still like to have facts straight. Yeah, we don't want to be all dicked up and and have things just be totally wrong. Right, for sure. So I wanted to clarify. Uh, Big thanks out to all the listeners that bought my new book, uh, The Dreadful Lives of Enoch Strange, getting some really good feedback. Yeah, dude, appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. And I've been selling copies of my short story collection, Creation of Chaos. So again, thank you. Uh, and if anybody has not purchased any of that stuff and is interested, you can go to my website, uh, com, and you can do that uh, on there. So, again, in the book, uh, the Enoch Strange book comes out digitally this Friday, the 12th Hell yeah, of dude. October. So if that's your thing and you want to do the Kindle, do Kindle you can Kindle do Kindle or whatever, boom, there and it so, is. So, yeah, so you got it in either format in a physical copy. If you buy the physical copies from me, then you'll get it with a free poster and bookmark but if you buy the stuff through amazon you can get the book or the uh, kindle through that then obviously you don't that's get all that. you get yeah
2: so no, bonus. Nope, no bonus no no
1: bonus stuff so um so anyway but next week you know we'll be back to our usual craziness our usual format um you know, yeah, this well, is a special episode. Yeah,
2: this is just for Bob and the Shakers. So. Yeah,
1: because we had such a good time up there in It August. was so
2: great, and it was so glad, so awesome Bob invited us up there. Yeah,
1: there's such cool people up there, and we're going to yeah, talk so all good. about it. So we're not going to do a CK call, unfortunately. We're not going to do a Killer Cage match or, or listener, anything like that. any of that. We're just doing Shakers. But next week, we'll catch up. And speaking of CK man, what a scare! Dude, dude, Friday for
2: real. You text me, I was like, "There is no fucking way this is happening." Yeah, bro.
1: he had an issue, and you guys know CK's been battling uh, colon cancer for years. Um, he he's he's gone through a literally lot of shit. a lot of surgeries, and and it's been unbelievable what where he's his fucking come strength from. is awesome, dude. His his resolve is fucking unbelievable. And he had an issue Friday with a severe headache and numbness in his arm. And his wife, Laura, took him to Danbury Hospital there in Connecticut and did a bunch of tests and c- yeah. CT scans. And Yeah. They didn't, apparently didn't find nothing. No. He,
2: he's home doing good now, yeah, man. Yeah, he's home. He's, he's actually started working today. So oh, fuck yeah. So we're thinking about you, yeah, brother, dude.
1: CK fucking horns up, brother. And if you guys didn't see the cool... Uh, caricature that dathan did yeah dude that thing's awesome of ck uh go to the facebook page you'll see what uh, i'm talking about and uh it's really cool and we're gonna work that in uh, uh, yeah and our the, to somehow. The logo somehow we're gonna figure it we're out we're gonna work that in so ck will be there with us um speaking of rolling on though dude it's about time to take that trip up north like northeast from here about three and a half hours yep. to the cream city Milwaukee, Going to Milwaukee. Fucking yeah. cheeseheads, man. <laughs> yeah. It's such a cool city, though, and I'm really excited. I know you are, too. Oh, uh, dude. Dude, to talk about Shaker's Cigar Bar. Um, dubbed the most haunted uh, bar in the United States. It was featured on the Netflix series uh, Dark Tourist. Um, and we're going to delve into that very, very special place that looks like it was plucked out of fucking history, man. the nineteen like, twenties.
2: I, like when we got there, I rolled by the bullet. I'm like, that's fucking it. Yeah. It's that, that so place distinctive. Is fucking, yes.
1: And when you walk in there, you're just like open mouthed. It's yeah. so amazing. Yeah, I, was, I
2: was literally in awe. So. It's,
1: it's incredible. So it's such a cool place. Cannot do it justice. We're going to do our very best, though, because we were up there uh, August 2nd, I think it was. Yeah, it was August 2nd. Captured all that audio. And we've got uh, the band, Dead Man's Carnival playing, like, jazz, jazz swing music. from yeah, the 20s. yeah, and they 20s.
2: were fucking an amazing. Team. They are
1: amazing. Uh, stand-up bass, piano, Pinkerton, uh, you know, singing. It's it's just very impressive. Um, and then, of course, we did the Dahmer tour. We've got some audio from that outside, the Dream yes. City Cannibal tours that Bob does from Shakers. And then the Ghost Tour... Dude, the
2: whole day was amazing. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, this was an all-night thing. We ate. We fucking had such a good time. So, fuck yeah, and dude. And so, we're going to just share the entire experience with you. And then, of course, we did spend the night up in the yes. dead hooker's suite. And we're going to talk about that. And we've got some cool stories to share of some experiences that Hell we yeah. had. So, fuck yeah. really excited. So, fucking horns up. Let's have a good show! dead man's carnival yep so that kind of puts you in the mood when you're there
2: and that's kind of the and if you look around man yeah like it's so badass
1: it is because the decor looks like you're in the 20s prohibition you know all that speakeasy um and then the people a lot of the customers come in dressed up like like
2: zoot suits and yeah
1: it's fucking crazy you know like we were sitting there and like you know Cannibal corpse shirts and these people are like all decked out. But they were all cool they yeah were Everybody nice. was awesome. Yeah, man. it was the totally the coolest fucking atmosphere I've ever seen in a bar. Um and we've talked about this, so I don't want to, you know, beat that to death. But Shaker's owner, Bob Weiss, uh we did an interview with him on episode fourteen.
2: Back in July. Yeah.
1: Before we went, we were excited. Bob invited us, as you mentioned, Chris. And Bob's just a great guy and and a very cordial uh, owner and, and invited us up there to do the podcast, which which we did. And we're going to yes. play that for you later on uh, of our after our experience up in the third floor yes. haunted uh, hookers uh, suite. So The
2: six of us went up there because we had guests with us. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I've got that in here somewhere where we would talk about all the people that came with us. But while I'm on the subject, I had we had two vehicles of mine i had my kids katie and joe um or joey i call them but we had another and Joey. I had, I
2: had my ride too with uh joey cashman right. and my brother michael we right. rode up there right. six of us Boom. yeah
1: so we all went up there and we just needed condo. another
2: car full of six that that's true we just need that's- six. six. <laughs>
1: So yeah, we had uh, we had a good trip up there. It's like you know three and a half hours, and it was uh, it was cool. No no drama. Um, but Shakers was built in uh, eighteen ninety four. Uh, Shakers Cigar Bar in the historic Walker's Point neighborhood. Some people call it the Warehouse District too. I think. Um, but it was originally uh, where the first cemetery in Milwaukee was. Yeah, that's
2: so fucked. And they're like move the bodies
1: <laughs> yeah they had to move it for something i thought she said with the ground that was like not stable and they right. had to move them out and so you know some of the poor you know they didn't have, they the, didn't money have the money to move. to move their fucking families so, so they, they just fucking left them there and literally built the fucking neighborhood on top of it which is fucked that's up that's fucked now if you remember when we did the tour and we were in the basement she said something about that they had rented some sort of equipment to be able to see through the concrete to see if there was anything, anything under, under there? And, and there it was work. No, there oh. were there were some oh. that looked like remains underneath the fucking basement. So that's really fucked up. I mean, you know, you talk about you watch those horror movies Ad nauseum, talk about like the pol- built on an Indian burial Poltergeist ground, guys. Yeah. yeah, this is like the real fucking thing, though. I mean, yeah, that's they literally up. did this, so it's pretty crazy. Yeah, so it's, it's no wonder, nuts. you know, that people claim, you know, it's so haunted. But uh, you know, at first, you know, it was used to make barrels for the uh, Schlitz uh, Brewing Company. Schlitz. I, I remember as a teenager getting pretty hammered on some Schlitz. <laughs> on some Schlitz. Yeah. <laughs> It gave me the runs, I think, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I, I, I bet it did. I bet it did. <laughs> it was sold in nineteen oh five to be used as a distribution center and then sold again in nineteen twenty two to the Capone brothers. So that's when things start getting real. Getting yeah. You know, Fucking, they're yeah. they're gonna nasty it up a little bit. A lot of the mafia uh, people were were coming to Milwaukee to kind of get away from the heat in Chicago. In Chicago.
2: And then obviously this is during Prohibition, so yeah. fucking, that's, that's never good when you got the mafia coming to your town during Prohibition, I'm sure.
1: Right. And of <laughs> course, Capone's going to be all over it. Um, so there's many stories of, you know, people that were murdered and other violent acts that had taken place. Uh, yep. If you remember, there's like that weird stain on the floor, on yes. the first floor, and nobody really knows where it comes from, but it, you know, it almost looks like burn marks, and you wonder what the fuck what happened there. What the fuck? There? Burn, they and, burn somebody? Yeah, there I or mean, some it, shit. it's just like, kind of yeah. ominous there on the floor. It's kind of crazy. Um,. But, uh, you know, they owned it, and so there was the, you know, the bottling company in the front, ABC Bottling, I think. And yeah, then they kept that in the back, yeah. Yeah, the alley had the secret door you go in to go into the speakeasy.
2: Yeah, because they kept the front as a business, like a, right. like a front, literally yeah. a front. I mean, they were
1: doing stuff in there. I read something where they were actually bottling alcohol in there, even during Prohibition, because even- <laughs> the Capones were all in the middle of it. So that doesn't surprise me, you know. Um, but the the second and third floor was where the brothel was, where the girls were. Um, second floor was the bee ladies, yeah, and the fluffers and stuff, uh, yeah. It's the like, fluffers, like, like when you right. enter that occupation, I guess that's your you gotta, your, you gotta yeah, start somewhere, man. Yeah, you know, it's like washing dishes at the restaurant, you know,
2: and they were literally called the B ladies, yeah, they yeah.
1: were. And there was you know several rooms, but that's where they worked out of. And then on the third floor was the A girls, and that's where yeah. Molly was. And Molly is the girl that everybody claims was murdered up there on the and third floor. haunts the third floor. Yeah. And so that's a very interesting story um, because, uh, you know, what they say is that, you know, her, uh, in order to be an A girl, you had to have like somebody like basically paying your way there, but then in exchange, he could, you know, have her whenever he wanted. And so this rich guy, you know, had Molly up there and he was, you know, frequenting her her presence all the time and didn't realize that his son was was doing the same
2: motherfucking thing. So
1: they're both banging her and that shit got pretty hairy. And supposedly that's how she wound up dead, dead in that whole fiasco. And then they claim that the body was burned in the fireplace, which is where
2: Dism- dismembered and then thrown in the fireplace. And that's yeah. the room you slept in. Yeah,
1: I slept in that room, and that's like the main room with the bed and stuff where you can stay if you want to stay up there. You it's, can talk to Bob, cool. and it's all yeah. They do. I re- actually slept on the second floor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We had the whole run of the second and third floor, which is cool. We'll get to that when we talk more about it um, about our experience there. Um, now, Bob bought the building in the 80s, and during the renovation of the third floor is when they found some shit.
2: Yeah, they fucking broke down, tore down this one wall, and yeah, there's a full human corpse, like skeletal remains right. in the inside the wall.
1: Yeah, so they call the cops, it. they do tests, of course, you know, there's no DNA or anything for to compare But anything they can do to, age tests on the bones yeah. and shit. And they told Bob they were female human bones, and that they were from like the twenties or thirties. So that would have been right in that you in know, the
2: same time area. Oh. Yeah. So it, it could have been somebody else. It could have been the Molly and the stories of her getting burnt were just a farce. But yeah, you never, who fucking knows? The Capones owned it. The right. In fact, you found one only one body is amazing.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's probably many many more that uh, were killed or you know maimed or whatever there because of that. So. So, yeah, so it's kind of a lover's triangle with a father. It almost sounds like a Springer episode. Yeah, it does record. sound like a so,
2: 1920s Springer yeah, episode. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> The
1: precursor to Jerry Springer. Um, so, yeah, so due to the fact that Shakers has that incredible look and feel of the Prohibition era, it was used extensively by Warner Brothers for their 1990s film Dillinger. So yeah. And if the- you look at that or watch that movie you can the see the scene. bar it's really cool yeah that's that's shakers. shakers and if you go to their website uh shakers cigar bar.com you can see a lot of pictures and google it too because there's tons of pictures in and out of that place so
2: yeah the yeah. place is fucking awesome though man Ah, uh, there are pictures all over the walls of like people from the past that have been there and all yeah that, dude.
1: it's really neat like, some creepy fucking pictures. Some too. really
2: creepy pictures. I'll yeah. tell. You, yeah, there's a couple of them. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about
1: that when we get into the ghost tour part. Yeah, that shit was nuts. So you know, Bob Weiss has been. You know, he's still the owner. He's an incredible custodian of the place. Uh, he has a variety of things that would appeal to you, uh, ghost and hunters, out hunters there.
2: aspiring people wanting to yeah. do it, whatever. True
1: crime, because he's got the Dahmer, Cream City Cannibal Tour. Um, and because Dahmer's hunting ground was in that literally
2: right in that area right on
1: the same street second street street. it's where Dahmer's uh, hunting was taking place and that Cream City Cannibal tour was really awesome we're going to play some parts of that 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 was really cool and you can actually walk the neighborhood and they explain where he was and And what he was doing even in Shakers itself yes because Bob it, said he used to come in there now and again. Was and was Fucked like, up. Oh, and, okay. And I remember the first time I stayed the night there. I was by myself, but I was talking to a lady that worked with Dahmer at the chocolate factory. Right, right. And that was kind of fucked up because she was like, "He was such a nice guy, and it, he was <laughs> real shy and backward." But like, I was totally shocked. Like, I would have what? never thought he would have done that. You know, right? That's fucking. So crazy yeah, it shit. was it was really crazy. So you meet some very interesting. Uh, people up up in that area yeah for sure they're so nice too um and inside shakers as we've been talking about you can do the ghost tours they start in the basement and work your way up to the third floor all the way to the third floor and it's very interesting and bob has a knack i know it because bob's a smart businessman Right. right right and bob has a knack of hiring really hot women and he's Better got, knowledgeable like, too they're incredibly smart that yeah i was just gonna say it's not just that they're beautiful it's that they're really smart so you got guys just like falling all over themselves and then he <laughs> hires you know the good looking right. guys you know for the ladies yeah he so, does it right yeah. he does it right he's got young staff and they're they're all like look like they're out of like central casting or something but it's fucking uh, crazy but our guide uh, andre she was so cool and like you said chris very very knowledgeable Um, And they take you all the way through and explain stuff. And we're going to play some parts of that uh, where she's doing some talking up on the second and third floor when we got up there. So that was really cool. Now, the thing is, if you're going to go, as we've talked about this before, in my opinion, you got to go on the first Thursday of the month.
2: Yeah, because that's when Dead Man's Carnival the house band plays and yeah whether i, I know we talk murder metal mayhem sure. and shit but dude watching them was amazing Man, yeah
1: as a musician i'm completely floored when i see people that can play like that
2: right they they were they're just
1: very impressive awesome to watch and, and these they, they dudes, sound
2: good like
1: yeah i mean they're set up in a bar you know there's no stage uh, the the main guy Pinkerton Zyloma, what an interesting name. He goes by Professor Pinkerton. He's the leader of the band. He comes in with the small PA. I mean, he's DIY in it like a motherfucker. Yes, he is. And, and they got it... a stand-up bass player and a, uh, a pian- drummer,
2: pianist. Uh, yeah, drummer horns. bass player. Yeah, horns.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got a nice little setup, and they play. And to me, like you said, Chris. Yeah, this is a show we talk about metal all the time. No,
2: definitely. I would check them out anytime, dude. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, and
1: you could go on YouTube. They've got stuff I've seen before live. It's not going to be the same, of course, as being there. But they're very impressive. And we've been playing. We played that one piece. We're going to play them throughout, so you can check that out. But they're just, you know, really, really amazing. And that's why I think the every time i've stayed which is now twice i've gone on the first thursday of the month just for that for that reason you can go anytime you want but to me that's that's when to go um and then in addition you know the food is fucking unbelievable bob is is an amazing uh creator of of all cuisine i mean he's got cajun he's got caribbean he's got like pacific rim he's got all All kinds kinds of different foods very very delicious cuban i mean it's it is delicious so
2: speaking of cuban they do have a obviously cigar bar they do yeah. have a huge cigar selection they do too. did and you check it out i did walk over and look, i mean i'm not a big cigar smoker i smoke cigarettes because i'm a dirty white trash motherfucker <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you checked it out i but know mean, he I says don't... that they've got like hand rolled yeah mean, they, like... they
2: got a lot of good cigars so if you're a cigar aficionado and you're up yeah, there you that's you another reason right for it. the place they... yeah, it's smoking yeah you don't everything. have to go outside it's awesome yeah so they well, don't got say grand- that
1: they got grandfathered in um so yeah you could smoke inside of uh shakers but yeah the oh, cigars yeah. are amazing of course bob knows all about that um the drinks too he's got the absinthe uh drinks yes, which i wussed sense. out dude i was gonna do it <laughs> but i read some shit online about it and i'm like the last fucking thing I need is to be freaking out <laughs> <While> <laughs> in a I'm haunted fucking building I'm- at 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> trying to
2: record a podcast. And try and do some work, too. And I'm tired because I'm yeah. not used to being
1: up this fucking Fuck late. Fuck yeah. It was like 24 hours being awake for me. Right. So it was crazy. But uh, anyway, so I did not take uh, the, the bait. But I almost did, but right? I, right. I oh, yeah, but they have, I didn't either. So yeah, they have a few different absences. Also, drinks. they
2: do have their own uh, beer on draft as well.
1: Oh, really? Their yes. own. Oh
2: what? shit! What the fuck is the name of it? They got a dark and they got a lager, dude. And okay. we tried it. Me, when me, Cashman, and Michael got yeah. there when we first walked in. We tried it, so they yes, they were, they were delicious. So also, there's that they have their own yeah own beer on draft.
1: That's cool. And he's got seating outside too, which is yes. real nice. He redid that uh, here the last year.
2: Their freaking outside uh, beer garden is so awesome. You know where we live would never allow that right, to happen
1: to be out in the street. They're just straight <laughs> out in the <laughs>
2: street. It's just blocked off a little bit. But yeah. No, you here. You have to have, like, a fucking privacy fence and shit oh, around yeah. it. No, like it's all there, wide it's open. out there, they are just like,
1: hey, what up? It's wide open, yeah. It's And it's, it's really fucking nice. awesome, man. It's nice. And then he's got the deck off the back, too. Yeah, so there, there is the there. deck
2: off the back, as well.
1: Yeah, so it's just such a neat place. So, anyway, that gives you a little bit of an idea of what uh, Shakers is about. And we made the trip there on August 2nd with a few friends that we mentioned and family. Um and we, you know, we had a good time because everybody that went with us uh, seemed like they did enjoy it. And we also met up with the horror host D Yes, and we Patty. Did. We've
2: been listening to their podcast for a while. Yeah, and after found out that. Well, I mean we knew they were there. Yeah, because that's where they're from. It's been walking. Love listening to their podcast. If you guys don't listen to Horror Rose podcast, check it out.
1: Definitely. It's it's great. But they were there and we got to meet them and it was really fun to hang out. And
2: they're patrons of that place all the time too, so that's that's their stomping grounds. And I think just recently they actually spent the night in the basement too.
1: Actually I think that's coming up this weekend. Oh nice. Yeah. I almost was gonna go, but I can't. Right. But there'll probably be others. We got to do that, it.
2: Yeah, we definitely got to do it, man. Because
1: the basement is where it's at, man. Yeah, that's hell some yeah. crazy shit going down. We'll talk about it. So, that's a little bit about Shakers. We're going to cut in with a little more Dead Man's Carnival. <laughs> Dead Man's Carnival, yes, man. We yes, recorded yes. that with a little handheld uh, digital recorder. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: every Dead Man's Carnival song you hear, it was live recorded from the time we were there.
1: Yeah, we were just sitting there right next to them. So yeah, the it's raw. You hear people talking a little bit in the background. It's just the live, small, intimate type. And it was fucking
2: great. Yeah, really cool so stuff. Fucking so
1: fucking talented. So definitely uh, check those guys out. Um, Now, the Ghost Tours, um, or I'm sorry, the Cream Cream City City. Cannibal Tour uh, is the walking tour we mentioned now. That was really cool, man. It was
2: really cool. I didn't really know what
1: to expect, but she was really fucking on it, man. (laughs) And she was uh, leading us through and just super cool, man. Like
2: I had been to uh, this uh, fucking goddammit 23rd and Kilmore.
1: Oh, the uh, hotel?
2: No, no, where Dahmer's apartment used to be. Oh,
1: the apartment building. Yeah, I don't know the... Fuck, I can't remember. But it was right around the corner from there. No, yeah,
2: it was. I'd been there before. The building's not there anymore, but I had never... And I knew the Ambassador Hotel or whatever. Right. But I... what we just learned on this was awesome dude yeah
1: she they were so knowledgeable man if you watch it on dark tourists they do it no justice Uh, they make a mockery of it yeah they kind of do i don't think it's cool because i was very impressed with it um our tour guide, she was walking backwards, oh, man. which was unbelievable.
2: And she was walking backwards. She's just, and she's, I like the way she's like, can you guys, if I'm going to run off the street or into <laughs> right. somebody or a pole? Cause can somebody, you let me know? So as we're walking, like she, come up, somebody's like, hey. Somebody yeah, somebody <laughs> yeah. was like, hey, behind you. All right, thank you. And right. it was so awesome. She was so good at walking backwards, too, man. She was. Like, line stop for what was it like 45 minutes it was an hour, an hour yeah I, like I walking backwards the whole, thing. It was the whole fucking time. it was crazy it was so good but and but she was very knowledgeable like telling you stuff about different buildings yeah and the bar that was there right who, the people he got from the bars
1: right she was naming the victims and she was going into some detail so it makes it kind of interesting like as people would walk by you yeah know. they're like
2: what tour are you on the jeffrey Dahmer tour they're like oh okay <laughs> but like
1: <laughs> There were some things like she's talking about, like him cutting the dude's dick off. And, and she's like, hold on a second. Yeah, like hang on as people are walking <laughs> by. Cause yeah. you, know, you don't want to be talking yeah. about that, like, wide out in the open.
2: Especially when they had kids with them and shit. But right. no,
1: they, they were fucking. She was so super good at it.
2: Professional yeah. about it. Super very good at it. Very so. knowledgeable and yeah. funny, too.
1: Yes. Funny, it's too. It's well worth doing it. We were in a group. It was a lot of fun. The horror hoes were with us and everybody in our group. It was just a big fun time yes it was and it's very very well worth uh going through that now they only do those on fridays and saturdays yes uh bob was nice enough to put that together for us uh special for our, for our appearance podcast there.
2: appearance there yes. so
1: that was really awesome but yeah you gotta check that out if you go up to milwaukee yeah, dude, it's,
2: cream city cannibal tour yeah. man it was so good so yeah. we got a little a uh, bit of the tour audio, right? We
1: do, we do. We've got a little bit of the tour audio so you guys can check out. Now, the, I recorded the whole thing, but you know, we're outside, so you had a lot of road, horn, honking. Right. Yes. So I had to find a good spot, so I picked like a three or four minute piece. So check this out.
3: 219
4: had fun, decided they were going to extend the fun by going to the Ambassador Hotel. The Ambassador Hotel's like down that way and you hang a right. It's about a 20 minute walk from here. For $46.88 you got a room and you got $10 back when you turned in the key. So he and Stephen went to the Ambassador Hotel and he says that they had consensual intercourse And he fell asleep or passed out eventually. The sad part is when he woke up, Stephen was dead next to him in the bed and he was bleeding from the mouth. Jeffrey had bruises on his arms and chest, so obviously there had been some sort of struggle. He told police he didn't know if he had killed him, but he assumed he had because of the physical things that um, he found on his body and on Stephen's body. We would panic. He did not. He locked the door. He walked to Grand Avenue Mall, which is that way. He picked up the biggest suitcase he could find. Stephen was not that big of a man. He took it back to the hotel. He stuffed Stephen into it. The scary part is Rigor mortis had not set in, but Stephen wasn't dead very long. It only takes Rigor mortis about an hour and 15 minutes. So, stuck Stephen into it and then wheeled him out in front of everybody and literally asked the taxi cab driver to help him lift poor Stephen into the back of the trunk. He took Stephen back to Grandma's house because that's where he was living at the time. And he had all kinds of... (laughs) all kinds of sexual things going on with him. And eventually chopped the body up and then Thank smashed it, really it and sprinkled the remains one thing he mentioned about steven was he felt like that was a turning point for him he felt like he must be a horrible person this was now person number two he said he killed there were nine years in between it, and he said he didn't even try to fight the urge when it came up after that um which is too bad it really really truly really is So he actually had three. this is where he went the night that he himself was abused with the candle. Uh, He also had three other victims here. He had a gentleman by the name of Richard Guerrero. Richard Guerrero was um, loved, very beloved by
3: his
1: so that gives you a little flavor for yeah, it. Just a little like. taste.
2: Like I said, the road noise is ridiculous. Yeah. That was a good piece to use. And, yeah,
1: I mean, it, it's not as bad when you're there obviously because you're right there with her, but you hear a recorder, it without it. Yeah, yeah. It was uh we did the best we could, but yeah, you got to go check out the Cream City Cannibal tour. And you could do that on Milwaukee's Haunted Bar.com or you can go to the Shaker Cigar Bar.com. Either
2: way, way, you can do it from there. Yeah,
1: you got the contact info. You can book a tour, uh, you know, when you want to go up there and check it out. Offhand, yeah. I don't know the prices, but, uh, but you can get all that on the website. But it's so awesome, man. It's well worth it. It's such a unique experience. So I think, uh, I think you know. Uh, I Anybody would do it who's again. totally
2: interested in any kind of serial killer shit obviously knows who Dahmer is. Right. And it'd be something they'd want to check out. Yeah, so and I, I learned would, stuff I, I didn't know. It. Yeah, I, I know totally learned stuff Cash I didn't man, know. Cashman,
1: who's like really he, like Dahmer he, expert, yeah, right. He learned he shit. Learned he learned some know. shit. Yes. Yeah. Not a lot because Joey knows a lot Joey. of shit. <laughs> but he, he did He learn did some say stuff. he learned some shit. And I learned quite a bit because I know about the basics, but um, it was very interesting. So well worth going to check that out. So. We'll uh, give you a little bit more taste to some dead That's man's some Carnival. dead man yeah), yeah. Dude, kind of makes me want to watch The Godfather. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it puts you in a mood. I mean, whether you, like we said earlier, man, if you're a metalhead, I am, you are. But, man, you know, you just can't help but the the whole mood of the thing, The ambiance. It's it's really cool. It's
2: like the rug from The Big Lebowski. It brings the room together. (laughs) It does. It does,
1: very much so. It's just really a neat experience with them. So yeah, definitely uh, Dead Man's Carnival is the way to go. Now, inside the, the the bar, Shakers, they do the ghost tour, which we've been talking about now. That was really exceptional. Yeah,
2: that was, that was pretty intense. Yeah, because
1: we had a different guide. Uh, Andre, she took us through. She was very knowledgeable. Right. Uh, very beautiful and just a really awesome guide. And
2: the fact she took us through some of those areas is like you know you got all these dudes and one female with you right now, right? right. I mean, she's ballsy. Oh yeah, there's no, a lot of females that just be like, I ain't doing this fucking
1: tour. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, she, you know, she's done it a bunch of times, so yeah, she's very, very good at what she yeah, does. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent of the time, really, really spot on. And it was so neat because they started us out in the basement and they work our way up in the yeah. basement. The, it's creepy as pretty fuck. fucking dark down there dude yeah and remember she talks about that safe that's there that's that
2: they can't get open yeah they said the only way to open it was to uh like use a torch it. or whatever right and and they had mediums or whatever saying don't fucking open that safe
1: well, they had the fire, uh, the FBI, the former FBI guy trying to crack That's, it. That's yeah, Couldn't nobody could. Pick,
2: yeah, nobody could crack yeah, it. Yeah, they
1: think maybe the fucking dial's just busted. And you know.
2: apparently, there's the marks all over the floor. Yeah from where, it's where they been moved it just around. moves. And that it's a big fucking heavy safe.
1: Yeah. There's no fucking way anybody's picking this. Thing it's up.
2: fucking it's ridiculous. But they yeah. they said that uh it's like
1: moved, like in the middle of a tour. In the middle of
2: a tour, it yeah. just like moved and it's fucking heavy.
1: It is. Now when we were over by the safe, I was standing right next to Katie, my daughter, and she got like real weird and actually when I listened to the audio I could hear the actual moment when this happened. Right. But you don't hear anything. I listened to the audio for the whole thing with headphones. I didn't hear anything like... Nothing in... Strange voices. Paranormal or or whatever. Nothing at all. So I'm not trying to make any sort of claim here. However, my daughter on the audio, you can uh, definitely hear... She says, like, somebody says, like, what's wrong? She says, nothing. But you could tell something's wrong. And then it was later that she talked about the feeling that somebody scratched her back and that it was, like, burning... And she was like, what the hell? And I was standing next to her. There was nobody behind her. There was only like seven or eight of us in the group. And we were pretty spread out at that point. So, and I looked and there was nothing that she could have bumped against or anything like that at all. So, it was, you know, one of those, you know, I don't know. I mean, she claims that it happened Now there was no marks on her back. But it was very, very obvious that something happened because she was really freaked out. Didn't it, like it at all. No, and it was so fucking hot down there. Remember? Oh, I remember oh you're just god. like,
2: oh my god. Yeah. It Are was we done with the basement yet? Diffling
1: down there, but that's when they talk about the 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 uh, bodies under the floor. Yeah, and, there's that uh, one
2: like uh, window pit or whatever they said. The
1: oh, the cistern. The yeah. cistern. Yes. Yeah. And that was down there, and there's a lot of activity people claim
2: there. And And that one door that they said kept jamming, not jamming, but getting beat on that kept moving. Right. They said they put the lock on it, and it was a brand new lock, and the next day it was all bent up like it was and shit like that.
1: Just a lot of activity down there, and that's when uh, you had mentioned that the horror hoes were thinking about staying the night down there this weekend. So if you're up for it, Milwaukee, uh, I think it's this Saturday night. Be uh, you go up there October tomorrow. It's the
2: 13th. 13th. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think that is when they're going to do it. So you might want to go to the horror hose, uh, Facebook page and see if they're still doing that. And be like, interested. and be like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun with that. So, yeah. And, uh, speaking, Hey, good luck
2: ladies for real. <laughs> right.
1: Right. So, uh, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, play the, uh, the, uh, the audio, when we were up on the second and third floor, when we were talking to Andre as she went through the tour, this is the part that you're going to hear is up there and they talk about the A girls and the B girls and all that. So you can hear this. But uh, this is right before she kind of turns us She's loose. Like, so all this right. would have been like one or two in the morning. They're leaving yeah. us up on the third floor and they're like, have a good night. Have a good night later and, and then what happens is they go down they all leave you up there and you've got run of the second and third floor there's a stairwell that runs that goes down, all the way outside that you could go outside but the bar is locked off so you cannot go into the basement or the bar that's why this thing saturday is like a special thing that they're trying yes. to put together because normally you would not be able to go down there after hours but right, that's right. What they want to do
2: this, that's uh the yeah. hose they got yeah. that pull
1: yeah for sure so anyway if you stay up there though uh the owner bob weiss will he says i will double dog dare you to stay up there and you can you could spend the night and there's been a lot of people that freaked the no they're done
2: they're like all right keys in the mail slot i'm out of here
1: yeah because if you can't hang you just leave through the the stairwell lock the door behind you and throw the keys in the mail slot and then you can leave Uh, But when you stay up there, there's a uh, kitchen, there's a shower and bathroom and everything. There's everything up there. It's like an apartment up there.
2: From the 1920s.
1: Right. Um, It's very, very cool. Uh, A lot of weird, creepy pictures on the walls. That one
2: picture of the baby dude that was sitting on top. I think it was on top of the piano or some shit. Yeah. Like, that thing was
1: fucking freaky. I'm like... And what was the one picture she said, like, was changing, like, one dude was, like, had horns or something? It was
2: the one down in the bar on the uh, pillar that, like, she said the one side was, like, uh, looked like, like, fuck what this what's the term she used not it was like draining kind of right but the other side stayed clear and it was just been changing forever and there was the what was the one with the horns? yeah there
1: was a guy with like that sardin like looked like he had horns in the picture yeah, it was fucked up i so, remember
2: that that's a different picture than i was talking about it was, about, but it was. Yes, no they talk
1: I'm, about these different pictures on the walls and it's fucked up I yeah mean, it's, 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 it's pretty fucking very crazy. very interesting so so anyway, we're going to play some of that audio from being up on the uh, second and third floor with Andre talking about the A and the B girls. Yeah. the A girl's floor. Um,
5: the A girl had this entire floor to herself most often. Um, certain owners might have had maybe two to three ladies working up here at a time, but that would be like the extent of it would be three max. Um, even then, they would all have their own rooms. Um, Uh, Typically it was just one, and the main thing you needed to actually become the A girl versus a B girl or a fluffer was you needed to have a sponsor. A sponsor was typically a guy that cared an awful lot about this woman, as he would be essentially like paying her rent. All of this money went straight to the owner, and along with that, the sponsor could see the A girl whenever he wanted. Um, Whenever he requested, she had to see him. She could turn down any other guys throughout the night, though, other than the sponsor. Um, so if she worked on the floor beneath her for a while, it kind of gave her an advantage up here. she could pick and choose, like, oh, I've seen that guy before, I don't like him, like, for whatever reasons, or certain guys might have come back from, like, um, being in the Army or overseas somewhere in general and might not have had access to a whole lot of showers. Um, so it would very stinky. Um, they could turn those guys down too. Now, our most our a girl who's still here is named Molly. She grew up in the Third Ward area. just wasn't far from here. It was mainly Irish community back then. She herself was Irish. Um, she came here in 1927 when she was 16 years old and started working as a fluffer. Now um, first we thought she was keen here because she didn't like her family. Uh, they were very political and religious and she didn't really agree with the life that they had set up for her. It was a lot more strict than she wanted to live her life and she just wanted to set her own path in general. Um, we also found out that after she started working as a lover here um, that she had an abortion pretty early on. We found out that after that that it was her father who got her pregnant so pretty solid reason for a 16-year-old girl to want to leave home and not want her going back. Uh, As she was working as a fluffer, a family friend came through one night and appeared to be worried that she was working here. He had offered to take her home at the end of the night and said that the next day they would try to find her a different job that was more safe as he didn't like that she was putting herself in danger by working here every day. She declined this offer, told him how she enjoyed the job here, working with all the other women, was very empowering to her and things like that. After she denied this offer, he then offered to become her sponsor. So this would have taken her from being a fluffer, not making any money at all, to being the A-girl, being the top lady here. She accepted that offer. This also meant that he could see her whenever he wanted. Now, this family friend was actually her childhood best friend, Patrick Harvey, it was his father. Now, uh, Patrick would come visit Molly here, like when she worked here, even as a fluffer, and then when she moved up to being an A-girl, he would still come to visit her as well. Uh, during the time of Molly working here, it seemed like he developed some stronger feelings for her as well, and he did not know that his father was her sponsor until one evening. He found out in a pretty brutal manner. Um, he came up to the bouncer and requested to see Molly, much like he always did, and the bouncer denied him start. He said that somebody was up there with her, he couldn't go. For whatever reason, Patrick was very persistent that night and really wanted to see her, ended up tipping his bouncer out well over what he'd even requested from the start, this is rate. rate right. and the bouncer just realized this guy's being really foolish with his money, like, whatever, I'll just let him up there. So he tells Patrick that he can come up, but he has to make his visit really quick and quiet. Patrick comes up here only to find his father and Molly in the middle of the act in the completely enraged him. Him and his father got into some sort of heated argument and his father ended up storming out of here. The bouncer then kind of brought to his attention that he should come check on the situation up here as that was not the first person he wanted to see leave. So the bouncer who was actually standing that night gets up here only to find Patrick smothering Molly on the bed with a pillow. He tried to stop him but by the time he got there Molly was already gone. The two, Patrick and Sam, then realized that they had a pretty big problem on their hand. They had this body here that neither of them could be caught with. And Sam couldn't be the one working that night, allowing somebody up here um, that shouldn't have been up here in the first place, and that person ended up killing her. And Patrick obviously just couldn't be seen as the last one coming up here. So the two agreed to take the body into the bathtub, cut it up into pieces, and then they tried to burn the pieces in the fireplace over here whatever happened with the body after that, we don't know. There's a possible explanation but we don't know for sure who it was. So Molly died in 1929 when she was 18 years old. We fast forward to 2001. Out through here there's another patio, like through the kitchen. It's smaller than the one. Um, uh, so going out there to the left side, there was like this small shack out there. It just looked really rundown, like it was going to fall apart. And they were out there cleaning those areas up to like open them up for customers anyways. So they decided to take the shack down and in the middle of doing that, they found a small pile of bones inside. Bob's been a chef for many years so he could identify a lot of these as certain animals that people typically eat. However, there were quite a few that he couldn't tell what they were. He had some suspicions that they might've been human bones but just to be entirely sure, he brought them into the FBI connections and had them look at them. When they got back to him, they had two piles set aside first one they said were all animal remains, gave them a list of all the animals that they were. second pile, however, were all human remains. All that they could tell them about these were that it was from a young woman. She was between her late teens to early 20s when she passed away. And she died between 70 to 80 years ago. it um, seems odd that that lines up very well with Molly's story. She was in her late teens, 1929 to 2001 is about 70 years. So, very well could have been her, but we don't know for sure. Now, they gave all these bones back to Bob to keep, as they considered it a cold case by then. They had no use for, especially the animal bones, but the human bones either. Which is already kind of weird. Leave it to Bob to make it a little bit weirder. He wanted to make some sort of mural in the bar area with the human bones. Now, there weren't enough people working here at the time who told him that's a terrible idea. They either didn't want to work with bones down there or knew that some of our customers wouldn't appreciate it. Or some of them were just very spiritual and told them, like, that's totally disrespectful. The proper thing to do here would be to give them a proper burial. So they ended up doing that. They buried them on some private property near the lake. Um, so on, like, some cliffs, like, overlooking the lake. I guess. So we're hoping that brought these two up in that Any
0: questions? How do you, uh, how, how is all this, now? like, the whole struggle between the two and...
5: Um, they did a lot of work with, like, mediums and things like that, um, and like we said, downstairs, um, we'll have multiple come through, ones that are trusted, um, and we, they didn't tell them anything else that we found out about the building, because there's, like, the Wisconsin, like, Historical Society and things not far from here, um, they went and got, like, a lot of records, um, brothels, like the books and stuff, um, and just found a lot, like from newspaper, the things, things like that. They found a lot of information there, mm-hmm. and then a lot of those, like, work with media and things together. like that. i mm-hmm. much Yeah. Um, I know, after I, like, told the stories a lot, like, I believed it, because, you know, the first time I got a tour here, it was just, like, great. I was like, oh my god, that's the coolest thing. Like, I was traveling for a little while after that. But then I was like, as soon as I get back, I'm flying here. Like this place is so cool. But then somebody like this guy that worked here, he was like kind of skeptical of everything still. And he's like, I don't know. He's like I'm he's Kind believer. of like a really into a lot of conspiracy theories anyways. And he's like, I don't think like I don't know if any of this is true, but I was like, I don't know, like working here, like you kinda get used to like the different Spirits' energy sometimes, like if they're present a lot, and it's like like, even, like it's up pretty well. And even like using the divining rods, like the certain ones that we were told about, like you can directly talk to them, and they will answer questions about their stories and Enjoy. they're consistent. So
6: let's find out about the spirit. They don't like it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see that out a little bit later. <laughs> we have all that. Yeah. We can do it during the podcast.
5: You can do another session if you want. Otherwise, you guys have those all night. change. So awesome. okay. that's the tour. I hope you guys
6: enjoy. it. Sweet. Yes. Very nice. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. Good job. Thank you. Great tour, guys.
1: So that's when they turn it over to yeah, us. Yeah, that's when it
2: goes right to us, and
1: it's our deal for the night. Now, you heard a mention there of Cashman uh, with your brother Michael. Said something uh, yeah, about it's like
2: that demon that's bothering you. Yeah, him.
1: and you're gonna hear it. A little bit later when we do the kind of wrap-up at the end where we play our audio from after the whole thing, uh, sitting around a table, it's about almost a half hour of it. Right. And you'll hear that story of the divining rods. It's really weird. If you're not sure what they are, I've heard them called dowsing rods, too. But they're like two metal rods and that you hold in your hand, and and you ask the spirits questions, and they cross over or uncross. My kids had a weird experience up there with them. Uh, Apparently, Cashman did, and Cashman had a weird experience with it, and he talks about it in the wrap-up section. So you'll you'll hear that. Katie
2: and Joey didn't talk about it in the wrap-up.
1: I don't know if they did or not, but what happened? They were trying to talk to their mom, um, my wife, that passed um,
2: just over a year year and a half ago,
1: and so they were asking questions of her that only she would know. And they're like, you know, if you have three grandkids uncrossed, you know, and nothing happened because she only had two. And then they would ask her a question. And then, you know, if it's true, you know, cross the rods. And they were like holding on to these things and they just start fucking crossing. Now, when I was up there the first time um, by myself, I did the rods. We were I was on a tour with other people. Right. And they were asking We had different guides they were asking the spirits up their questions and I was holding these rods. So I wasn't doing anything... But
2: holding the rods. Holding
1: the fucking things, okay? And they're like crossing and uncrossing and it was pretty fucked up. I mean, I was holding on to them. So I wasn't playing any fucking games. I didn't know the answers to the questions.
2: But they're like, holy fucking shit. Yeah,
1: they're like, if there's anybody sitting in the chair, you know, cross the rods. And the fucking things are crossing and the chair's like right next to me. I'm like... Well, that's pretty fucked up, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's just weird, you know. Like, whether you believe in this stuff or not, I don't know. I'm very skeptical. But when you go to a place like this, you can't help but become a believer that there's definitely something going on. There might
2: be something up there, yeah. Because
1: everybody at Shakers, Bob on down, has had all sorts of weird experiences there. So it's, uh, it's definitely a very active place. And we had the horror hose along with us, and uh, D uh, was was gracious enough to do an interview with me uh, over the weekend, which right. was cool because I wasn't
2: able to be here for this one. Either. I know you
1: had something going down, I, and, I so, had, and Patty was busy, so it was just me and D talking right. real quick about Shakers. I thought you guys would find it interesting hearing it from somebody like Chris said it's kind of a regular there. Yes. Uh, from Milwaukee. Uh, they actually have done podcasts out of there as well. Like
2: they've done quite a few podcasts from the third
1: floor. Right. So they really know their shit. And so it was interesting. And D's just real fun. So yeah. check yeah. this out. I have the privilege of doing an interview with D from the Horror Host podcast. Uh, we had the chance to meet uh, D and Patty at Shaker's Cigar Bar up in Milwaukee in early August. And we were up there doing a special remote for this show here. And so, Dee, uh, welcome to the Murder Metal Mayhem.
7: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
1: No problem. No problem. Um, so, how are things going with you guys? I mean, I know you're on season two and we listen to you guys a lot and you guys have such a fun show. But how's it uh, in general? How? I know you're busy and got a lot going on.
7: Right. So, Um, Patty couldn't be here today because she is at a a brewer game. Um, So we both like work so much, and then the podcast is kind of like a a labor of love. So we make as much time (laughs) for it as we can, but then we never, you know, we don't um, hate on each other too much when (laughs) when we, you know, one of us can't make it because family comes first. Then that's life, but we like doing it, so we've been doing it now for. This is our, like you said, second season, but I believe we started last, maybe March or April. Oh, I think really? it was like late April. Oh, that's when year. we
1: started. At, or Well, it was this year yeah. though. So you guys are a year ahead. Okay. I, I knew you guys had been doing your podcast longer than we had. So that's cool. That's, uh, that's awesome. Cause I know what it's like to try to do a, a you know, every week coming up with fresh content. <laughs> it's tough.
7: Right when we first started we had been doing each each episode we had a different theme and we would want to talk about so many movies in one episode so it was <laughs> going from like there were some i just hadn't seen you know we'd pick a topic about like movies that we'd want to watch and then it would go for me like what having only seen one of the five and then i'd be watching five or four other movies a week oh, <laughs> and, like, God. i yeah. can't do this anymore right like, because, like, just i love horror
3: i can't do <laughs> it <laughs> so That's we funny. changed
7: our um like uh timeline a little bit to Um, the whole month like has a different topic and we feature
1: one movie usually per episode. Now There you go. Yeah. It gets crazy with all the research and stuff. It's nuts. I'm reading, I read a lot of books anyway, but I'm reading a lot more now that I've been doing this. Um, it's a special time of year, of course, for us in the horror business. And we love, you know, coming up to shakers. I've been up there two, three times. I stayed, the night up in the third floor by myself uh, once, which was interesting. This time I had a group, but uh, know you guys are based up there in Milwaukee, and uh, I know you've of course are are a frequent uh, visitor of Shakers. But anything you know for the listeners that you know don't know much about it, maybe read a little bit online, but it's so hard to capture it in words because it's such a almost okay. a breathtaking place. I love it.
7: Right. It's amazing. Every stick of furniture in that place and each piece of art is so like perfect and so fitting for right. the the bar. It's Milwaukee's only the uh, first and only, I believe, licensed cigar bar. Um, and it's really nice to just go in there and get a uh, you know, dirty martini or whatever, and just listen to good music and smoke cigars and (laughs) see a goose, uh, a ghost.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Um,
7: We love it there. Um, we started by, um, emailing last year. We had emailed, um, the, 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 like we, we ended up emailing Bob, but we didn't know at the time it was Bob, um, the owner. And we wanted to go on the Milwaukee dead tour, Um, And I think it may have been completely full. So he recommended going on the Jeffrey Dahmer, the Cream City Cannibal Tour, which is all about Jeffrey Dahmer, the one that we did with you guys. Yeah. And um, he invited us to go on the tour, and then we asked him for an interview after. And so that's kind of how we got started working so closely with Shakers.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, Bob is an awesome guy. Had the privilege to meet him the first time I was up there. Got kind of the guided tour. And he's just such a an amazing custodian of that place. I mean, it's like you couldn't have scripted it better to have them just the way he is, his personality and the way he loves that place. And it's just such a cool thing. It really is. I, I'm sorry that I'm three and a half hours away. Cause oh, yeah. even though I don't drink, I would still like to come there at least once a month when uh dead man carnivals playing, because that was friggin' unbelievably cool with the, putting you in that mood, you know?
7: Yeah. Well, Bob is extremely intelligent, and I promise he's not paying me to say this. Right. Um, (laughs) And he's so well-traveled, so that all the food that they serve there, um, Bob prepares some of it. It's amazing. It is. Each time go there, we eat. Oh, always... yeah and I've had something different every time I've gone, and I've never been disappointed each each thing I have is better than the last and I can't I'm like, how does that happen i <laughs> like it's great,
1: yeah, yeah, it is really awesome and what I think is neat too is you talk to the people the regulars, the staff, obviously Bob um you know that have been there for so long, and everybody's got stories and it's like right it's so cool because some of them are just like so creepy and and you just i've never personally had an experience so i think some people are more susceptible or perceptive perceptive to that than others and i don't think i am one but have you ever had anything happen up there
7: so patty is more i feel like she gets not attacked. She gets teased. I think more than I do because she will see things, and I have seen things, and I've had experience. I've had experiences there, but not as many as she has. And I'm a little jealous. I'm like, why don't they like me? <laughs> I want to see more.
1: Right. Um,
7: there was a time. I believe it was the second time that we were interviewing Bob, and we interviewed him in the cellar. And so we were down there for a few hours, and that is the most unsettling place I think I've ever been.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's um, weird down there. I, f- I felt it this time as compared to the other couple times I was there, that the cellar really seemed to okay. have a very ominous kind of feel to it myself, but you saw right. something down there.
7: Yes. Yeah, so uh, we actually uh, captured the audio of, patty freaking out when she saw it i wish i could say we saw we got video of of the ghost but we didn't um but there's part of it where we're recording and um patty is speaking i think it's either patty or bob are speaking and patty just freaks out and she says oh my god i just saw a foot and she's so polite about it she's like (laughs) i'm so sorry for interrupting you bob i saw a foot
1: oh shit (laughs)
7: Um. Da- yes. The, all the lights were out except for I think there was just a red light bulb screwed into a hanging light that was behind us. So he really makes the the big the, the basement um like setting fit how you're feeling.
3: Oh yeah. Um,
7: and she yeah she saw a leg stick out from where this down the hallway in the in the cellar from where the freezer is. Right. And so we pretty much stop everything and go investigate. And there's no one down there. You know, we were facing the hallway so you can see when people could go up or down the stairs. So you right. hear them too. I mean, because it's quiet down there right. and everything, you know, if you're walking up or down the stairs, they creak and, you know, so we would have known. And it's so it was really scary.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like I said, I've never had any experiences myself and I've done other, you know, haunted uh, places uh, here in in Illinois near Peoria uh, was the old Bartonville Insane Asylum, and that place was uh, rampant with stories, and they did tours through there. And I've been with people that had, like, experiences enough where I could visibly see they were freaked out and i'm just standing there like like you were saying like how come i don't see that maybe it's good i mean cuz i'd probably flip out you know i don't know what i would do cuz i've never had such a thing happen but but yeah that's that's neat i mean it's uh it's just such a cool place and i think uh like i said i think some people are just more perceptive than others to that sort of thing
7: right and when we use the dowsing rods also patty yeah. uh, gets more attention from whatever some something there when she uses the dowsing rods they always curve up and hit her in the neck but then over wow. and over again so she and multiple different times that we've gone there but when i do it they'll still cross if you ask questions and things like that but you know they don't hit me in the neck
1: yeah time. That's weird.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: While I sing, you better sit down before you. Mike, it's lame. This
3: guy going to be six feet tall.
1: A little taste of your interview with Dee right there. Yeah, man. We uh, we're gonna play the whole uh, interview as a special episode here coming up in the next couple weeks. Yeah, right. Yeah, the so, whole thing because yeah.
2: she talks about other things as well in the interview. Right. Yeah. Like we, I said, unfortunately, I wasn't able to be here, but still, I've heard the interview
1: and it's great. Fuck yeah, man. I think it uh, was good too. Dee's a great <clears throat> interviewer uh, or interviewee, interviewee, I should say, because she does this too. So she's just got a good voice for it and so we had just such a good time but we've been talking about you know we had this discussion at the end of the night uh after we had experienced everything we'd just been talking about and playing for you uh we sat around a table up in the third floor in -hmm. the room next to molly's bedroom right yeah
2: and we had the lights down low
1: we did, and we had the laptop out with the Yeti with the microphone. Yeti microphone,
2: which we haven't used in a while, but it, yeah. it worked out great for this shit
1: right here. It works here. out good. It sounds good, I think, but you'll be able to hear each of us uh, even everybody that was with us. The only one that doesn't talk is Katie, because she was zonked. She, <laughs> she, hit that she fucking just couch hit the couch, like couch a gun. like, fuck this. So <laughs> she's, you don't hear her, but the rest of us, you do. Hey, they hey,
2: they did say that the spirits uh, mess with the females more than the males. Maybe. They do. <laughs>
1: I know, that's what Dee was saying, that they really fuck with Patty. So it is weird. They pick out certain ones, but they do right? tend to go to that's the females. That's crazy. So yeah, so check this out as our kind of our wrap up up in the Dead Hookers suite. All right, we are at Shaker Cigar Bar in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and it is
2: one of the best experiences I've had in my life. Yeah, this was it's a really awesome. good
1: time, man. We come up here and uh Doing a little uh, ghost hunting and... Some Dahmer chasing. Dahmer chasing and uh, didn't just generally just having a good time. And we brought some friends with us to, yeah. uh, to enjoy that with us, Chris. And so what I'd like to do is just kind of let... You know, we'll we'll let every, the listeners know who's all sitting here with us. For sure,
2: yeah. It sounds like a great fucking idea. So right? you want to so uh,
1: I, announce this sexy I mean, motherfucker I, obviously over here?
2: I brought my fucking stupid brother, Michael. You know hey, hey, yeah, hey. <laughs> and I brought my homeboy, Joey Cashman, right here, Mr. Gormonger himself.
1: Nice. So, and Pete, who'd you bring? I got my son, Joe, here with me, and my daughter, Katie, who is... Uh, Passed out on the couch <laughs> I don't know if she's drunk, tired Or both, or both. <laughs> I think she's
2: water all day <laughs> water, Waterlogged, I don't know Waterlogged, there it is
1: <laughs> So, But no, we're up here on the third Floor of, uh, of Shakers, which is uh, A kind of a uh, a dark tourism type thing. We we'll call it dark tourism. Because right. uh, they do the they rent this out up here because this is where the uh, the prostitute yeah um, was murdered and the bones were found in many sh- many years later.
2: The owner of the bar right now actually found them when they were doing deconstruction. Right, That's in crazy
1: the, in the eighties. So it is. Oh, pretty do they don't, they don't up.
6: know that they're for her real her bones. But it's speculated. Yeah, it's speculated. Well, they yeah, they it, dated him. It makes a sense. Yeah, it makes female, sense. Female, so
1: we we suspect that that's uh, where they come from. Right. So it's even
0: funnier that they uh, they wanted to give them back to him, and he wanted to make a mural with the yes, bar or something. it like like pretty that was fun. So the nice. employees were like, "No, no, don't, don't, don't do that. that. It's a bad idea." So they gave her a proper burial. And so this we, was uh, the prostitute Molly. Right, yeah, the
1: prostitute, Molly, that according to legend or, you know, what they can piece together, was smothered to death by a father-son kind of a love triangle Something like that, yeah. The son was, like, really upset that the dad Because
2: his dad was banging his fucking, this chick. So the son and the mom came, wasn't it the son and the
1: mom came in and killed her, right? No, the son... Was killing her and the dad walked in. That's what of it was. That was yeah, that's friend. what it was. That's what my friend was.
2: was seeing was her sponsor. Oh my God. If sponsor anybody's never been to Shakers in Milwaukee, come up here, dude. It's yeah. just awesome. It was, it was a really good working. time,
1: but we thought it would be cool, you know, here at the end of the night to just kind of bat around what our thoughts were of the night. As it's
2: one o'clock in the morning yeah. while we're recording this right exactly.
1: now. Exactly. <laughs> so it's technically Friday, August 3rd. Um, that we're actually recording this. But we thought it would be cool to just kind of reflect on it. So, I don't know, what did you guys think? Michael, you want to start out? I mean, what did you... I mean, Not we started out, we did the... Let's start yeah, with that. We did the Dahmer tour. The Dahmer tour was great. The uh, uh, They actually officially call it the Cream City Cannibal Tour, which is, of course, the Dahmer the, tour.
6: The lady gave us a tour, Michelle, she knew what she yeah. was talking about. And she can walk backwards very well. Yeah. Backwards. Yeah. A, <laughs> yeah, that
1: was really cool. Because what they do is we meet. We met it, of course, here at Shakers. But then Michelle took us down the street, up and down the street here, because this is the neighborhood where Dahmer did his thing. And pain. actually, they said he actually came to Shakers about once a month. And then you know, what and said, I, that's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah.
2: apparently. Bob, the guy that Owen Shakers met Dahmer before he got right. He's that first so, seat, as soon as you walk him into stay it. Stay away That's from first. gin and tonics.
1: Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but no, Michelle was very informative. I mean, she really knew her stuff, and I thought that was that was really cool. Did you, Chris? Did you learn anything? About I, I Dahmer kinda, that he didn't know about before, there were a, a, a little a bit. Few I wasn't a hundred
2: percent about. Like, I, I mean, I didn't a hundred percent know that. Like, his favorite parts were like the bicep. Yeah, and like I, I was, the I heart, didn't know the about bicep, that. Bicep, the, the heart, and the man. liver. And the yeah, liver, yeah, that's yeah fucked up. But I mean, it was obviously there was things that I knew already, but it was just so informative to like go by. These places where he frequented to go find right. victims. Right. Yeah, I mean, understand. we like
1: literally were standing in front of these bars yeah, where he and me, met some of me these and victims.
2: Cashman here. We've been to uh, the Ambassador Hotel. We went there before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, we went to Twenty Five and Kildor and hung out there one time. But
1: his apartment. Yeah. Is that what that was. Yeah.
6: yeah. Well,
2: How did you like it, Joe?
8: <clears throat> I liked it. Um, something that I learned today that I didn't know about, which I know a lot about Donner, because he's, you know, one of my one of the ones I'm most interested in but uh, I didn't realize she brought us to that, that, that second bar that used to be the gay bar, and that he had gotten... Up to three of his victims at that same place. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I thought that you know he was a little more spread out.
1: Right, but yeah, right. three victims. He catch same him place. before he went in, so yeah. it was easier to get him out and yeah. less like you were saying yeah. less witnesses. I didn't realize there was as many of the gay bars along this. I didn't either. Here. Yeah, I just was, thought uh, there was a couple that were part of the tour, But was. there was a whole bunch of apparently them, so. the whole strip
6: was a gay bars. Yeah, it, it sounds like. One of them <laughs> had all the
0: access windows to show that <laughs> they were a thuber. <laughs> and that uh, that they were able to show that they were Dead. comfortable, yeah, comfortable. With they were the comfortable they were about with all their the lights bars, which is right. whatever. Yeah, all the other bars were boarded up, like had like had no there was windows. No so windows. So it was, there was like a door in, going into this fucking
2: right
1: building. Right. No windows, yeah. nothing. So I thought that was cool too. Yeah, and and Michelle was really informative, and and it was cool too that we had the. Uh, The Ladies from the Horror Host podcast,
2: Podcast. they came along on the tour with us. We'll probably mention them a few times during this podcast. Oh, without a doubt, they were super awesome! Yeah, they were really nice,
1: really, 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 really friendly and and really nice to to come out. And uh, even though they're from here in Milwaukee, you know, to come out and see us and say hi. Super awesome. Yeah, they were super cool.
6: For them to go on the tour with us, and they've already been on it at least a couple times. Yeah, because like, that was like an, an hour, wasn't it? About a yeah, total. About hour, it was about yeah. an hour. So, yeah. that then was... to go on tour with us after they've already been on it a couple times. it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. So, that was definitely cool to do, the Dahmer tour. And typically, they do them on uh, Fridays and Saturdays. They don't do them did usually this on They special
2: Thursday night one because for we us. were coming here. Yeah,
1: so Bob was really nice to set that up for us. Fuck so. yeah, it was great. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. thank you Bob awesome. so we thank did you, that sir. and then uh, we got to check out uh, Little Dead Man's Carnival which is the house band uh, with Professor Pinkerton yeah. leading the way and they do Basically every like- third or the first Thursday of every month is when he's here so yeah And the
2: the music they do Obviously this is murder metal mayhem Right But the music they do Is basically like 20s swing Older Like uh, Yeah like bluesy Bluesy kind kind of stuff like that Yeah And Very good at what he does though Oh yeah The band is super fucking talented And the music they do With the environment that you're in It puts it all together And you look at it like This is what this should be because being shakers, right? Al Capone's old place in the twenties. Everything, yeah. When it's set up for that, it's perfect. And it was
0: so awesome. Everybody dressed up like the era too. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. There were quite a few people people here tonight dressed up like that,
1: which is neat. You know, it was Um, so fucking great. The first time I stayed up here, I came here on a Thursday, and so that's why when we very first talked about this, Chris, I was like. If we're gonna go up there, we gotta, gotta go a on a Thursday, Thursday yeah. when he's gonna be playing because that's what makes it really cool, you know. Yeah, it was so good. And of course, Joey, like the rest of us, you know, you're a fucking metalhead, so I mean, yeah. But I'm sure you could appreciate oh, yeah. it.
8: Those dudes were very, very amazing, and ladies, uh, as it was yeah, I'm sure. yeah. They um, had a female piano player. That, was yeah, like really you good. said, for the environment of, of what this place is and old speakeasy and whatnot, it was yeah. it it helped add to the atmosphere and made it that much more enjoyable.
1: It was so right. awesome. Yeah. Yes. Not
8: that I wouldn't like to play a metal show here. That oh, would be yeah. fun. I but, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, I got you. Yeah, as a matter of
1: fact, yeah, I had the same thought when I came here the first time. Yeah. But, but after I heard uh, Dead Man's Carnival, I was like, yeah, I mean, so this that, really yeah. sets the tone. It kind of puts you in that mood. You know, like the Dillinger movies they've shot here. I mean, it just fits. Yeah, it totally fits. So I remember Bob telling me a story the first time I came here that when the people that were doing the Dillinger movie were out scoping out sites, they walked in the door and and just were, like, jaw-dropped. Like, we've been looking all over the fucking country and... Here it is. I mean, yeah. this is it. This I mean, we don't have right to here. do anything
6: to this fucking place. We just bring cameras in
1: and do it's what we got It's fucking do. perfect, you know. To play so.
2: anybody, check out fucking Shaker's Cigar yeah. Bar, dude. It's so fucking awesome.
1: Definitely. So we had a good time uh, checking them out. And then uh, I thought probably the coolest part of the night was when we did the actual the ghost, ghost tours. Yeah. I mean, Shakers what do you mean by, and, what do you mean by Joe, cool, you, Pete?
2: What cool. do you mean by "cool"? Well, it was like hot as a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so maybe that wasn't the best choice of word, because I was sweating like
1: a fucking in church. It was fucking warm in that uh, basement. It was, it was. But brutal. Joe, what'd you think? I mean, you'd never been up here before, but did you like the uh, the ghost tour through yeah, there? Yeah, it
0: was. It was cool. It uh, could have been a lot cooler <laughs> down in that basement, but it was really cool how she was able. She had her own experience and. She was able to share. and
1: uh, Yeah, because we start in the basement. Yeah. And then yeah. they work their way up. So the there's basement. been a lot of people that have had some pretty fucked up experiences in that basement. Yeah, um, the uh, it was cool with the
0: safe and the escape plan. Yeah,
1: the safe. I thought that was a neat story. Yeah. And nobody's
2: been able to break this safe in a problem. Yeah, there's
1: this safe down in the basement that's been there since... Bought the place, she Who there. knows? Yeah, since belonging And before. apparently, it's a lead fucking safe? A lead safe, and nobody can crack it, so they have no idea. Without what's cutting in it. it. They don't, they don't want to cut it. I
0: they don't even think the dial works anymore because so many attempts. So the, they about, don't know
1: what's in it. I mean, it's hard this? to even imagine. Could you imagine being here if they actually open right. that fucking thing? We're talking about that on the way back to the gas station. Like, that would be what, crazy. What do you think could be in there. Yeah, could be
2: anything. Man. Who knows what the fuck it could be? Fucking stacks of fucking money in could there. Could be empty. Yeah, it
1: could For be fucking you know, empty. Yeah, it could more be, more be more more that space. picture of fucking Michael with his fucking oh, hair sure all might. fucking
6: whacked way <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if wow, it's in there, that's kind of weird.
1: Yeah, that would be kind of weird.
6: The spirits here really got to us. It could be
8: all whole, you know catalog of missing missing people women that worked here. Dude, sure. That's a you good point. Oh, yeah. that a
1: very, very, well well very well could be <laughs> payroll wreck or who knows. Yeah. It could it of of there could be all kinds of shit in here. Um,
2: I, I also like the, uh, the, the 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 cistern yeah, yeah. in the basement. Yeah, they said that they said there, there was the workers orbs had seen
6: worms yeah. flying yeah. out of it and yeah, shooting voices They come out of the cover and they they would hear voices coming out of there. Yeah, that's pretty and, fucked and up. And that stairway easy that, easy. that
1: led to nowhere? Yeah. That was like an H.H. H. Holmes kind of thing. <laughs> oh, that's no, what no, that, that reminded H. 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 me of. Oh. That stairway, that
6: at, at at pretty time. sure that at the time it was.
1: Oh, it up led upstairs. to like an escape? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha.
2: But at the moment it's H.H. H. Holmes as fuck.
6: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Very much so, yeah. Because oh, yeah.
1: that's what I thought the first time I came here. When I saw that stairwell and it led to nowhere, I, that was the first thought I had. With the fucking
2: pipes in it and shit, like yeah. oh, it's like, Fuck. oh <laughs> shit,
1: yeah, exactly. I really thought it
8: was neat how when she showed us, she hit the the ceiling of the basement. You could hear the
0: bottles that were still stashed.
8: Oh yeah, so yeah, that that was was cool yeah, that was pretty. Cool. Yeah, that was yeah, that
2: was cool. With
0: the uh, the the doorman, he had have a secret password order. Yeah where you got either your ass kicked or you walked away like Right, right. right.
1: The
6: <laughs> right. Or, or you didn't walk out at all, right? Yeah, because
1: so yeah, really yeah. the, the most common password was, uh, I'm here to inspect the bottles. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Which <laughs> at <laughs> one time, when it was a speakeasy, there was a bottling company in the front half, and the speakeasy was, was in, in the back bag. half with the wall. So as the years have gone on, that wall came down, and then they, they renovated the bottling company into a bar. Right, right but uh, the front bar and then there's that back bar but uh, yeah I thought that was cool and then we went from the basement and then we come up to the second floor which he was saying was darker and there was a lot of like negative activity that's
2: where the, uh, the, doctor, the was. doctor was and that's where he did like the abortions or trying to fight STDs and shit yeah and for all also, the prostitutes that was here. also for the B-ladies yeah I yeah. thought that was kind the of B-ladies, fucked B-ladies like, like, that's and the kind the of The fluffers,
1: like like, yeah, like when you got a job here, I guess you were like fluffer, then a B lady, and and then an A. She said
8: it was slightly like being an intern. Yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) like a. Intern like, prostitute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what position are you looking to? Well, I'm looking at intern. I'm with looking at someone. We need some fluffers, you know. Andre. Yeah, so <laughs> if
8: Andre's listening to this, keep using that one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it's
1: an intern position. Yeah, <laughs> so that was kind of crazy to just hear him talk about it so candidly. Yeah, like that. so nuts. But yeah, they said that a lot of the prostitutes actually killed themselves here. Uh, yeah, just from far. being so distraught at what they were just doing, numb with life, basically, and then not being able to sometimes the she cure their diseases because they, they they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. The, the way she said they
2: would kill themselves, they like, yeah. hey, like they tie like a rope or whatever around their fucking neck and either like slam a door and hope the force is so strong Break that it snap neck. their neck, or they just tie it to a closed door and just fall forward real hard. Hoping maybe not fall, he, back,
1: yeah. not fall
2: back from the doorknob. Or, right, but either way, they just...
1: Yeah, that's fucked up, what to the think fuck of somebody he, like, being that desperate to do like I need like to that. die,
2: this is how I'm going to try. So well, you jumped out the window, you'd have a better chance.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was, uh, it was crazy, though, that, to hear those stories. And yeah. then that room that we were sitting in on the second floor was where they shot one of the scenes of that Dillinger, that Dillinger movie, movie yeah, where they redid all that <laughs> wallpaper in there, which she was saying that's the only room of the whole building that's wallpapered. Right. They kept that wallpaper still, so... Joey, yeah, want to explain you? your, uh, the rods experience? Oh, the, the, oh, as
2: we were in the basement, yeah, Cashman's got this thing that happened with the, uh, the cool. divining rods. Divining rods,
8: which are the two rods which, uh, contract the, the spiritual energy, right? Right. And, um, Supposedly, if you're in uh, contact with a spirit, and you can make the rods answer the questions from the spirit. So, the Andre, our guide, right? She uh, she started us off, and then she ended up handing them to me, and we began talking about questions. And as I was asking the questions of the rods, trying to narrow down who I was speaking with, which is right. uh, the case. It actually, it did start to get a little creepier, and then towards the end, I figured out, I pinpointed the area of where the spirit was from in my life, uh, demographically, and then my last question was, is this someone who is angry with me for some reason? And the rod the definitely crossed. Said yes, yeah. said right. yes. It's like all
6: right, I'm like, done. Yeah, that was fucked up. But yeah, hey, when Joe, you, you ask, gotta sleep here tonight, homie. I know. When
1: yeah, you okay. ask the questions, you say you know, uncross or cross the rod. Right. So that's how you get the yes, no. Yeah, type
8: exactly. Thing. And of course, you guys were Joe. You know,
0: you guys were also talking with your mother, right? Trying,
8: yeah, trying, trying to, trying to right.
0: see if. We were asking any questions. We thought only she would know, like, Nana's handsome or something right. like that. And they were, like, she... Responding would. like she would. Yeah, and Katie was asking, do you have three siblings? Do you have more than... Do you have four siblings? And it was crazy. It was just nuts. What these, these rods are pretty cool. I'm holding them right now. you sure. You totally got them
2: in your hands. <laughs> pretty
6: cool,
1: though. So. so, yeah, it's a neat part of the tour is they, they show you how they work, and then they let you try it. So if you yeah. think it's bogus... Yeah, you could do it yourself, and you could see, see if, see if what it happens. is or it isn't. You know, you could judge. And
8: I'm yourself. not, I'm not into a lot of this at all. Yeah, I tell people like I'm very not, interested in it, not, right. but I don't know how much I believe in it. But as far as the rods went, I was doing nothing with them but sitting there because I don't know what to do with them. Right, and
0: they were doing what they were doing based right. on. You know, yeah, that's what we were doing it, we were both holding them to yeah. make sure that it was not right. one of us messing with each other. It was, you know, oh no, it's doing it for you too. So yeah,
3: Ooh,
1: yeah no. it's pretty creepy. And then the the last floor they come the to is where is we are where now, sitting right now. Yes, which is the they refer to it as the dead hookers suite or the dead hookers room and. Which is where Molly was supposedly killed, yeah. and so that's where we are right now, doing and this. We're gonna sit here. We're gonna sleep here, and yeah, we're gonna. Uh, they they rent this this room out, and Bob let us stay here tonight. Bob was nice enough to
2: come. because we we're doing fours. the podcast. Yeah,
1: so it it's like advertisement
2: for me. Yep.
1: Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah a, thank
2: you again, you know, Bob. I know I said yeah. it once, but thank And it you was again cool. Katie Bob.
1: made some cookies, yeah. customized yeah. Yeah, the shakers, cookies, dude. Yeah,
2: the smokers' logo or the shakers' logo. Like, yeah, and, uh, and the cigar-shaped I'm sure one.
6: I'm cigar- pretty sure sir- most of those got an or yeah. I'm pretty sure most of those got eight too. Yeah, they oh, did. Oh yeah, they yeah. devoured them down there yeah, by they the ate cigar the shit shit bar. Them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: that was really cool. But uh, but no, coming up here uh, to the third floor to uh, to do this, I thought it was kind of fitting if we're yeah. going to stay here mm-hmm. to kind of record. Not the whole podcast, but at least this, where we a kind of round table it, yeah. and discuss, you know, what happened to us tonight. And so, what how was your food here? I
2: didn't order food, but how was your fucking food, the man? The food
1: was amazing. Uh, Katie and I both had the uh, the Cajun mac and cheese, and it was really friggin' good. Yeah. So,
2: And, dude, everything I everything I saw and smelled.
1: Yeah. The food here is amazing. excellent. I didn't it, order
2: it. They're, they're home their uh, home brews their home draft
6: beers yeah how were those oh, they're, 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 they're really good yeah. they're, awesome. their
2: house beers are
8: great they and had they, a ghost draft which was a weed ale and they had the uh, the,
1: the dark shadow the, the shadow. shadow people
2: yep. yeah. the
1: shadow people was oh, a nice. black
2: was a black ale and it was
1: so black good lager. Oh, black lager black
2: lager that was it yep. black lager
1: and then of course it's a cigar bar so yep. they sell yep. cigars yeah. they got
2: what, what do they say cigars ranging from five
0: dollars to a hundred dollars oh god yeah she started off and we're like I, was, I told her I said yeah I want something sweet I was like yeah I'll try a cigar I was like oh, I want something sweet she's like oh we got these for 15 I'm like but uh so me and her both went half and half on a cigar and we got a uh, it was 15 bucks and uh it was uh bourbon vanilla it was pretty huh it was tasty yeah, it. yeah 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 they, yeah, they
6: all no, pop, yeah I tried it too yeah I'm not a
2: big cigar guy but and then it was also uh the mappioso guy yeah. Uh, oh, was, I, apparently this dude's is Joe as yeah. well yeah. and he was yeah, a He guy. was, like, was, he was straight
1: off the fucking set of yeah. Goodfellas Oh yeah. Right? Like
2: straight out of fucking goodfellas, Sopranos. <laughs> he had a whatever. tablet
0: right next to him. He was playing like casino games of all the I'm like, are you kidding me? He, <laughs> like,
2: he was smoking this cigar that was like the fattest yeah, of it was like <laughs> Cheech and Chong Dude, yeah, it was like that Cheech was... and Chong like if you ever watch Cheech and Chong movies and you see that scene in the car <laughs> where he pulls out that joint on yep. Cheech and Chong that he looked like that yeah you know, oh no yeah, i it but he was, was a magician too so yeah. he like he did a couple of tricks or whatever that's here what and there that's what you guys were saying uh, he cool. Joe, uh, Joey Altieri he fucking, mm-hmm. He's like, this dude lights his fucking wallet on fire. Yeah.
0: It's, a, it's got like a gas line in it or something, and he can strike it. It opens up, and closes it real quick, and it like, If I tried that, it'd set myself on fire. Yeah. Know? And then also he did a uh, match. The matches. He met, the yeah, he matches, lit all the matches, dude. and then he like did whatever magicians do, and he had only one. The one one center under, one. Yeah, it was the very yeah. center one. It was the very it. center yeah, one. Yeah. Okay.
2: I got a video of it. He lit the whole book of matches on you can't fire. Post that on your Facebook page. Shut it. I can set it. Crushed it. Opened it, and there was one
0: match. the one of the. The ladies that does the podcast was like, "Happy birthday!" And it was <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I think that was. He's a pretty cool dude. Tell my idea that wall dude, He's like, I don't know about enough fuel. For it. real, this
2: has been a fucking fun night for me, oh, man. Yeah. 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 It was worth the three hour and twenty minute or whatever, right. even with the stupid ass fucking traffic over yeah. there.
6: Yeah. Right, oh, construction, my yeah, God. We had a bunch of
1: construction coming up. But uh, but yeah, I thought so too. It was worth it. And it's one of those things it's a it's a unique experience. You know oh, it's yeah, not something sure. you could just go anywhere exactly. with, to have uh, this It's type not of like experience.
2: we're the horror hose and that's like just down the street. Right. Yeah,
1: we had to travel to get here but, uh, Even but just, still, and again,
2: uh, thank you for the horror to the horror hose for coming and fucking hanging okay, out. Without
1: a doubt. Even just being here or coming
0: up here, it's a good scene like like, so far, we haven't met any, like, neat people. Like, they've all been super cool. Everybody's yeah, they're all, all real super nice friendly up here, friend- dude, Like oh, yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, I think it was a it was a good experience. Anybody got anything they want to say before we uh, close it up? Uh, I just want to, in
8: case the people that are listening didn't know, we're all up here and we're about to spend the night here. Right. But Pete has already been here before by herself. Right. right. And stayed right here. Yes. In this room before too. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was up here uh, almost two years ago, and uh, it was real eerie being up here alone. And I'm sure it was um, be because even though, like you, Joey, I'm kind of skeptical of that sort of thing. Um, I was, you know, you're alone in here <laughs> and right. you're tired, yep. <laughs> and you just start to wonder, you know, like when I mean, they like I'm close sure. up the place <laughs> and you're like
6: shit gonna go down. Okay,
1: like, if something's gonna happen, I guess I it's guess gonna it's fucking gonna happen. happen yeah. Yeah.
2: And nobody's gonna know because I'm by myself. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and
1: they give you the keys and they're like, hey, if you don't want to stay till, you know, we get here tomorrow, just shut the door, lock the door behind you, throw the keys through the mail slot and yeah. take off. if I you know? your business. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. I thought it's, just- uh, it's this time with you all here, it's a different experience because it's more fun, and we're yeah, joking, really and we're right, having a good yeah, time. Yeah. But when you're up here alone, I mean, I don't care how much <laughs> of a hard-ass you are. It's, it's a pretty freaking eerie. Uh, that yeah, you start I'm looking sure. at some of these weird pictures. Uh, uh, just, just, oh, uh, some uh, of
2: these pictures. That picture uh, she showed us, the oh, the baby, baby with the curled toes. Yeah, that's some oh, that's crazy weird. shit. Apparently,
0: he bought it with the, oh, the yeah, toes apparently. Straight, they, and then now they're just curled.
2: Yeah, the toes were straight, apparently, when they got the picture, and now they're like... Curl down. They seem to curl more and more yeah. every year. It's like creepy. in that one so picture tough. with the yeah, with the his, the, with his yeah, grand grandfather.
6: Yeah, it got the horns and the whole right side of the picture is all yeah. white and there's
2: shadow. Just and those shit. are the yeah. those are the of sides of the pictures like that. that are the closest to the basement, which is supposed to be the most haunted spot. Right. So it's like super crazy. I man. still I still want to go down by the safe and hang out down there.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, maybe next time we'll, uh, yeah. we'll we'll get to spend some. <laughs> maybe more time we can do that overnight
2: in the basement.
1: That'd be pretty crazy. Ain't gonna
2: say anything well, you know, about that. But dude, but we gotta we right. gotta go
8: through the park to get to the basement. Did you see um, <laughs> it, my mind slipping, uh Daddy? Patty, hey, did you see the picture on her phone? I did. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah. 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 That had me... That, I think, was one of the coolest things I saw. Yeah. Did you not see that, Joe? I didn't know she why. had a I picture going that. from here into the kitchen,
1: into the kitchen and, right. and you could see what looks like a dress yes. in that picture. That was pretty fucked up. It looks I like understand. a
8: normal picture, then whenever you it, There's definitely something abstract. You know what? I didn't see like, that. One. Yeah, right there. Yeah, like in the corner Yeah, in the kitchen.
1: It's pretty... Pretty chill, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Patty, Patty, Patty the
8: from Horror Hose, yeah, from when oh. she stayed up here before. Oh, yeah, huh. yeah. pretty. That neat. was, yeah, that was pretty creepy. So thing. yeah,
1: so there's uh, there's a lot of cool things to be had up here. So uh, thanks everybody yes. for tagging along with thank, Chris thank and you, I. Thank you, thank
6: you for inviting you. us and oh, letting yeah. us tag along. Anytime, awesome. I appreciate thank that. Thank you awesome. once again,
2: Bob Weiss, for having us here. Yeah, thank everybody, you, Bob. all the that.
1: staff here was great. The yeah. staff here was amazing. We will. All I'm of sure we'll doing a be back.
2: Job. We'll definitely be
1: back. So, all right. Well, I think we've uh, we've done it, Shakers. And now it's uh, we'll,
6: we'll let we'll let you know tomorrow. When yeah, we we'll see go. if we last till <laughs> dawn. <laughs> we we'll run out of here screaming <laughs> like
1: schoolgirls, right? Katie's
6: no <laughs> <Shady's> already sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. <laughs> it yeah, is funny yeah. listening back to that. Yeah, it is. Dude. A couple yeah. months ago uh, in August. <laughs>
2: my brother was having a good old time he i was. was obviously not super sober by that point but
1: well dude it's like two in the morning I yeah think i'm we tired as kind of fuck man. got off beat. work and drove there yeah like i mean any. we all worked and then drove up there and had a long night and it was just a great time but yeah we're beat no, it was so awesome so though, we man. obviously I, I, I survived it for nothing we survived we survived and we uh, <laughs> We took off and uh, had some breakfast and then drove home. Yep, so that was good. It was good. Um, but we had a All great right. time again. Thanks to Bob yeah, Weiss.
2: Big, huge thanks to Bob for having us up. everybody,
1: man. the staff is just amazing. Um, Dee and Patty from the Horror Hose were just thanks so Thanks for awesome. hanging out with us and being awesome totally um of course pinkerton and everyone in dead man's carnival fucking yeah, it was amazing. good meeting
2: all you people it was great yeah was and- good jam and keep it up man doing good work with your music
1: Yeah, I hope you guys like that. Uh, We've been playing Dead Man's Carnival kind of throughout this uh, because I think it just fits so well. 100% it does. And we're definitely going to go back. It's just such a nice place. Uh, Like I said, even if you just want to go up there for a few drinks and just soak in the atmosphere, it's awesome.
2: Yeah, you don't have to do the whole tour. Or you could, if you're into
1: that, man, do it. Do it fucking but, do the and tour if
2: you're ever up there check the place out because yeah. it's a horrors fan a horror fans destination spot
1: yeah it's a it's really fucking cool. awesome yeah if that's your thing it's definitely uh, one to go put on the list to go make sure you check out and you can go to shakers as we mentioned or the milwaukee's haunted bar i think is the other one uh, yeah, that you can it, go yeah. but you're not going to be disappointed if you go up there i'm telling yeah you, you just
2: put the tour and get your stuff on man
1: yeah for sure so get your uh, murder on get your fucking murder on up there get, get your, your cream city murder, cream on up city there. murder. <laughs> oh. so again uh that's right hope you guys mind. dig it we'll play a little bit more dead man's carnival before we before wrap we this, wrap this up.
2: motherfucker up
1: Carnival, man. I figured we really
2: give you guys a little more before we end this thing. But. That's right. And, dude, we want to thank all the listeners out there, man.
1: Yeah, big time. You guys are awesome. This was a special like, show, so you guys know we changed the format up now and again to keep things fresh yeah, and different. Yeah,
2: and hopefully bring you something you're interested in.
1: Right, yeah, because, I mean, we've never really done a ghost hunt before, so this was kind of this a unique kind of experience. First, and we,
2: that, we kind of talked about it when we first started thinking about doing a podcast. Like, man, we could do, like, ghost hunts and all that kind right. of shit. Like, right,
1: yeah, so we've had some great suggestions of different different things to do so don't limit it to just serial killers i mean we all love doing that stuff too but you know sometimes it's cool to change it up a little exactly. bit exactly and of course you know uh, a hooker butchered and burned in a bedroom that is, falls into place <laughs> it certainly fits murder and metal that's for that sure. falls Mayhem. into place yeah so uh so anyway thanks yet yeah, everybody that's been listening Uh, check out the murder metal website for some new merch which is the shirts and the koozies and
2: i was just talking to pete i'm working on maybe trying to get something else if it works out i hope so
1: yes we're talking some other things to add to the list so keep your eyes out for that um, because, you know, Christmas coming up, man. You, you never what know better what, gift. one you
2: know, never know what grandmammy might want. Yeah,
1: grandma might want a Murder Metal Mayhem shirt. She might want to fucking put a sticker on her titties. I mean, we Ooh, don't know. You know who but knows, whatever. man? Fuck. So, Fuck. next week, now, we're going to do the uh, episode on fictional, like, killers and monsters from horror movies. From horror
2: movies and how they got their inspiration right. for that yeah that murder right like what
1: the what the writer or creator had in mind you know like gene was definitely influential on several and we'll talk about it so that should be a good one keeping in theme with our horror october theme yes
2: and also pete was able to do an interview with uh with lee harris for monstrosity or harrison sorry for
1: monstrosity yeah the drummer is fucking ridiculous man and That was a good interview. Yeah,
2: so we're going to give you a little piece of that, just like we did with the D interview. You're going to get a piece, and then it'll be put out as a full bonus episode as the entire thing. Because like we've said before, we do these interviews, and we want you to hear it during the episode, but also... We don't want it to take up too much time.
1: Right, because not everybody wants to hear a 30-minute interview with a specific person. So we play like a 10-minute piece of it. That way you got a taste of what it is. Right, and then if you want to hear the whole thing, we'll put it out there as a bonus episode for everybody. Maybe someday if we do the Patreon thing, we'll do that stuff as like bonus content. But for now, Look, for now it's we're like, just throwing it up there. Listen man. to we it, We want man. you to listen, so tell people about it spread the word um, Oh,
2: and we'll get to do a call with CK buddy. CK
1: will be itching he sent us a picture throwing up the horns and sent us a fucking video <laughs> link Real to Thor, Thor. <laughs> oh my god I was like dude seriously Because oh, since we missed CK this week Chris and I took a selfie and sent it to him like dude we miss you. you thinking about you, brother. And he sent us one back and then he sent the Thor video so that fucking bastard over there on Wildman Street. Wildman Street. So so anyway, yeah, CK will be back next week. Uh, another killer cage match which I'm itching for that. Uh, some more mayhem because I had a little incident with my cell phone that I wanted to share. Yeah, I can't wait. It's a good one.
2: Uh, Are you going to tell it? Oh yeah. Noise. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell it. Yeah, Noise. It. It's a good one.
1: So remind me to do that. Yes, next sir. Week. Yes. And sir. I'll probably try to see if I can get around to doing a karaoke. Song. You going to
2: vocalize.
1: Twist my fucking arm. You know. You know what I almost dude, did? That's for...
2: dude. You you inside. You're just like. <laughs> I just want to fucking do karaoke, man. I do. You know
1: what I almost did for this one? And I would have had I had a little more time. I was going to do the Ghostbusters song.
2: That would have been fucking great. I man. thought that would have that been would funny. Have been
1: so I'm sorry, guys. I didn't get to that. But these karaoke moments come and go. Sometimes I don't have the time. This week, I did not pull in all the shaker stuff together. No, yeah, so that was a lot of stuff. To it's put a lot of work doing these extra episodes because all the audio to sift through especially this one because some of it was tough to hear with the with the road noise yes yes and then inside depending on where i was with the recorder so we captured the best of what we could give you and hopefully you guys liked it (laughs) so uh until next week uh keep one foot in the gutter
2: and one fist in someone's ass
3: Man...